What is that sound, you ask? Welcome to the Rec Show Podcast, a show dedicated to beat makers around the world. Kick back, relax with the host, Golden Mind. Listening to Dime Peace off that, uh, you know, one of one of his greatest, you know, what I mean, I think one of his greatest albums, man. Um, it's it's kind of like, man, yo, if he'd have stayed alive, yo, he he would be killing the game right now, man. But um, I mean, his music still lives on, so yeah, man, that album, The Shining support that man yo go ahead and if you like day j dilla which if you listen to the show you definitely do go ahead and support the james dewitt yancey foundation.org go ahead and support any way you can go ahead buy his music yeah man like go ahead and support any way you can man um it still helps and goes direct towards um my dukes who does a whole bunch of different things to keep his memories alive keep his uh keep his name alive which she's doing a fantastic job so if my dukes you ever listen to this i appreciate you thank you for birthing james dewey yancey aka jd aka J dilla yeah man so we're gonna keep it that way yo but uh let's get into the show man welcome to episode number 39 of the rec show podcast i'm your host golden mine and we got another one for y'all man we staying in california that way i told y'all we're going to round February out with another killer on the beats, man. He's a Koala sampler user. He's a SP44 user. He's a killer, man. All right? We're going to go and listen to this individual's music. You know, he just be doing shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes he make cool beats or whatever, you know? Um, but, yo, welcome, my guest, the one and only... Ayo Sample, but his moniker is Sample. Alright, y'all welcome Sample to the show, man. We're gonna listen to his music, vibe out with him, man, get to hear him, and um, you know, ask him some questions. And we're gonna hear that interview, man. So yo, y'all kick back, relax, man. Drink him if you got him, smoke up if you got it, and uh kick back, relax, man, and uh share this with your friends, tweet this out, reshare, all that type of stuff, man. Subscribe to the show. Support any way you can, and uh, we'll be back, man. I love y'all, man. Peace and love, yo.
Yo, this is Sample, and you're plugged into the Rec Show podcast with Golden Mind. Shout out my nigga DJ Sample. 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 Listen, man, y'all listening to a curated playlist from the one and only Sample, man. So, yo, let's get into the interview, you know what I mean? Yo, Sample, yo, thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate you, man, and I appreciate you for saying yes for the show. And, um, you know, just a little light introduction, man, for the B-heads or the internets that might not know you. Uh, please introduce yourself, where you're from, what your name means, and how your name was created, you know. And, you know, go ahead and name out any collectives you might be associated with as well, man. You know, give them a shout out, you know. Yo, what up? My name is Sample. I'm from Los Angeles, California. Uh, I got my name through my name. Um, it's actually my last name. And, you know, people been just calling me that for years. So, you know, I just stuck with it. Yo, that's dope, man. So let me ask you, like, how did you begin your journey in the music and sampling? Like, and, you know, what's that one moment that sparked your interest in making your own beats? Like, I, I come to notice, like, through my, you know, 38 episodes so far, this is 39, um, a lot of the best beat makers are the ones that wanted to make, um, wanted to rap. You know what I mean? And didn't have the beats. You know what I mean? So, I mean, what's your, what's your take on that, man? So I uh, got started uh, on this musical journey in uh, about 2012. And uh, I wanted to rap and didn't have nobody to make beats for me. So I started making beats and just recording myself and the homies. And, you know, just kind of fell in love with the the process of making beats and at a certain point it just kind of became a a habit and then the habit turned into this crazy obsession of sound and and drums and 
it was kind of just my way of just like creating my own little world where like nobody could tell me if it was right or wrong you know it's like the only thing that matters is is what does it sound like how does it sound (laughs) you know Drake? Yeah. <laughs> Drake? The nigga that got biting by pushing T? You know, I always ask my guests, like, yo, can you recommend some must-see, read, or hear items for my listeners on their journey in beats and, and music? And, you know, it can be any documentary, a book, YouTube, the tutorials, or podcast such as self, you know, the Red Show podcast, Shameless Plug, you know what I mean? Recommendations. Uh, on YouTube, there's a beat set by a dude named Cairo. On Le Melotron, I think that's what it's called, and uh, that's that was one of the first SP sets that I had ever really seen, and I thought that was cool as hell, man. He's jamming on that thing. So if you um if you got an SP, then you definitely want to check that one out. Yo, I, you know this crazy thing is, man. I watch that beat set multiple times, man, because it comes. You know, I watch, you know, people's beat sets and and you know, beat cinema and Farside TV and all that type of stuff. Um, but yo, man, that's a Melotron is a dope channel too, man. Y'all tap into Melotron, but um, yeah, Cairo was dope, man. So like. Yo, my next question is like, from your video content, you could be seen using Koala Sampler and SP404 to create your magic, man. Um, you know, what is it about those tools that help you express your creativity? You know, like on your Twitter profile, you got you, you know, your SP404 is unplugged, 
and you just going in on what a performance would look like, you know, <laughs> with somebody performing on SP4 for her. That shit is hilarious, bro. But, yo, what you think about, you know, SP4 for Koala? Like, what is it about that, yo? Those tools that help you, man. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm really rocking with the SP. It's, it's real clutch, man, because it's like you, it can be anything it, you need it to be. You know, if you need it to be a sampler, it can be a sampler. If you need it to um, run effects and, and just do playback, it does that. If you need it to uh, uh, be a, um, a channel mixer for um, so you can run speakers in the mic at the same time, it can do that. It's, it's real tight. And, and the Koala is, is literally just another one of those it's another sp in your pocket for five dollars like um yeah i'm a big advocate of of the koala too man it's just it's tight it's tight
to make it. I know it's dark, but the mother comes. We're healed by our stripes. I know it's dark. season does matter to me. Damn it, how you perform in games like this does matter to me. I'm like, Lord, there comes a moment in time that can teach you something, okay? There comes a moment in time where, you know what? It ain't about playing the right way. It's about, you know what, we need to take place now. Did you have that commercial about me? Crown dangling from your thing. Was that you? Was that you talking about? You, you coming for LA? season when I only dropped 18 and 8, shooting 7 to 19 from the field, being all passed. Yo, Sample, so, um, I did want to ask you, yo, first of all, shout out to Koala, man, everybody's been killing it on these Koala Sampler, um, go ahead and check out the Koala B-Cast, they be having, like, weekly battles, you know, flipping samples and stuff like that, man, but, um, yo, on your B- on your band camp, 
You've released approximately 24 beat tapes and singles. Amazing. Your discography is out there for anybody to go ahead and support. AOSample.bandcamp.com. Yo, um, I wanted to highlight your Animal Party and Hero or Villain series. Two different series, you know what I mean, which are straight fire. But I wanted to find out, like, what were your muses or motivation um, when you were creating these these projects? Um, and then speak about creating during the this pandemic and its possible benefits to your creativity and resiliency as well man because that's a big deal you know oh wow my man's out here did some research i like that i appreciate that um with the animal party series um it was like maybe the beginning of the pandemic or maybe like the middle um where I was just kind of getting bored and I, I had the idea of just kind of putting out mixtapes because um, I just was going through this this um, nostalgic phase of, of running back uh, you know mixtapes on, on Dat Piff and all the ones that had like 20 different various artists on them and I thought it would be cool to kind of uh, put something together like that and um I just posted some up on Twitter one day and was like, who want to rap and uh, can give me a verse by the end of the day? And a couple people hit me back and um, I think I had the project done by the end of the week. <laughs> so that was, that was, or maybe, maybe like two weeks. Um, so that was kind of cool. And then it, it just kind of, kind of grew from there. Um, same general concept of like, hey, who want to rap? And whoever hit me back, uh, I did that for like the first uh, three of them, and then I kind of got more specific with the like sound that I was going for and ideas that I had, and and people that I had already um, spoken to about trying to get something going. So it was kind of a cool, uh, cool little connecting point, you know. Um, for people that you know we had been saying that we was gonna work for the longest so yeah man it's cool and uh and i'm glad that uh it's being received uh or you know the right ears are hearing it or resonating with it at least um because i didn't you know i didn't know what to expect it's just kind of like something i was doing for fun What the 
But yeah, um, as far as like the pandemic, man, making music has really just been my outlet and and really been keeping me sane throughout the whole thing. Um, and it's funny because it's not like I never really ran into any creative blocks or anything like that while the uh, lockdowns were happening or even at the peak of like, you know, the pandemic. But it's like when things started reopening and I was forced back into like society and this whole rat race again um, is uh, when I started like really um, having a hard time being creative. Yeah, man, yo, as things happened and things shut down, it was like, all right, we got to do something. So why not be creative? Why do why not do something that we really want to do? I think a lot of people did that. And then as things started opening up again, um, I think uh, it definitely like still people are still being creative, but now they got to readjust to, you know, doing a whole rat race type of thing. But yeah, I understand what you're talking about, man. So let me ask you this, like the five elements of hip hop are DJing, MCing, breaking, graphing, beatboxing, right? Which element did you did you begin your journey with, you know, when it comes to this hip hop thing, man, this hip hop culture, not a thing? Ah, uh, the ever elusive fifth element question. Um, I started out dancing and then uh, uh, I moved on to DJing and then MCing. And here we are making beats. Yeah, man, making beats, killing it, by the way, man, yo. So, you know, talking about, you know, the fifth element, it's always like to ask, like, we always, we all started from listening to, you know, our favorites. So that's why I created the game called Superheroes. You know, dun da 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 if I can find that sound effect. <laughs> but, um, yo, you play it by name of your childhood teenager, an adult beat maker or music producer superheroes and then just tell us why they were so important during specific times in your life and here's a major key this is a history lesson for people to to research so no genres off limits uh producer superheroes um so we was on the west man we was bumping the g-funk that west coast sound um DJ Quick, Dr. Dre, um, you know, Dog Pound Gang, that whole, that whole sound, um, and then as I got older, it kind of transformed into like, you know, those DJ Mustard party type beats, and then um, in my late teens and uh, early 20s, I was bumping Cardo and Sledgen. You know, that whole Wiz Khalifa currency wave. Um, and then, I, you know, I, as I was growing as an artist and producer, I started learning more about um, the uh, beat culture in general and, and what was going on in the L.A. beat scene and low-end theory and all that good stuff. Yeah, man. Yo, low, low. I wish I would have lived in, like, New... Um in California when that was going on, man, before, you know, the pandemic and all that stuff, man. But, you know, there's plenty of documentation on YouTube and, you know, on people's social media is documenting those experiences, man. So can you tell us about a time when you 
failed and how you overcame it, right? You know, it's a, it's a, uh, a dig, dig deep question, but I think for my listeners, um, they may be, you know, um, doubt themselves or, you know, confidence type of thing, but it's just to give them a boost, like, yo, now you're not alone in this thing, you know what I mean? So, just tell us, you know, and secondly, like, what do you wish you would have known before you started on this journey in music? Damn, I didn't expect this to be such an introspective uh, <laughs> interview. Uh, failures. Um, losing beat battles. I've lost a couple beat battles. Um... It's tough, man. It's tough to lose. It's tough to uh, uh, allow yourself to be judged by somebody else. I think that's real difficult. It's not to think that you're good enough, but it's to be judged by somebody else's like standards of music. And it, it's hard because music is subjective, right? It's like, it's you're being judged by a professional EDM producer he's looking for different things than the classic hip-hop producer that has only used analog gear since 1993 you know it's (laughs) it's just different so unless there's like a specific like numbered scoring system everything is kind of biased you know based upon whoever's judging it um yeah that's 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 my uh failure uh to answer the your second part of the question uh something that i wish that i would have known before i started music is I wish I would have been more specific about what aspect in music that I really wanted to play. Like, what what did I want to do specifically with music? Is it publishing? Is it uh, playing shows? Is it making beats for rappers? Like, what what was it specifically that I wanted to do to make it a career? Instead of just being like, I wanted to make music, you know? Yeah, clarity. Being as clear as possible about what you want to do to, to contribute to this culture, right? Um, and that's super important, man. That's the first time I heard somebody say that um, since I've been interviewing Beatmakers, man. Um, very introspective, man. So for everybody that's going to be listening to this, man, be as clear as possible of what you want to do, all right, in this culture, and then the business aspect of it and all that type of stuff. Like, it's not too hard. You can learn on YouTube, university. You can ask people. People are, you know, the people that are willing to share information are probably the best teachers, man. So don't be afraid to ask, all right? But um, so sample, like, you you know, you've been a part of, you know, some beat showcases for like Beat Cinema, Koala, Beatcast, Flip Roulette, Roulette. Um, and plenty more. Um, can you talk about what? Can you talk about what beat showcases mean to you, and 
and why the showcases like these are so important to B culture. You know, and then like, are you, are there any other ways to connect with other like-minded beat makers and producers where you live at or in your, you know, your area? Yo, the shows is where it's at. That's, um, that's what it's about for me, man. I love playing shows. I love seeing people move into my beats, seeing their reactions when I do some crazy shit. Um, I think that's, that's the, the most important part. Um, I'd say that's probably been the hardest part of this pandemic for me. It's just not being able to go to shows. And I think they're really important um, because they're community events. Meeting people on uh, the internet is cool, getting followers or whatever, people seeing your, your beat videos. Um, that's one thing, but you know, putting a face to the avatar, it's, it's a whole different feeling. That's where the real connection is formed. Um, Cause it's hard to tell somebody's personality right through through text you know there's like you're reading it back in your own voice like what you assume they sound like but <laughs> you don't know how they speak they they type of energy what you know what they really be on so um getting to know somebody in person is is really really the keys uh the key to a lot of doors opening right so super yo beat cases are starting to open up now i know everybody was doing uh, virtual beat showcases, especially like Controllerize was doing them. Virtual um, Beat Cinema, Farside TV was doing them virtual. Um, I'm not sure if Mellotron was doing it virtual anymore, but a lot of people turned to doing Twitch um, to the Twitch side of things, live streaming and stuff like that. So yeah, everybody can tap in, man. You can research this, man. Yeah, man, but yo, live performances, yo, that energy cannot be replicated. I feel you, yo. So, like, um, your Bandcamp and digital streaming platform user, how do you think, you know, beat makers can benefit from, use, from using platforms like these, you know, and emerging tech such as cryptocurrency and the blockchain coming out, so. I'm a big advocate for Bandcamp. Um, I don't give a shit about Spotify. I'm not really sure it's even... Uh, worth it to pay attention to it to be honest unless you have like a crazy large following as far as uh, cryptocurrency or um, blockchains I think there's uh, some cool ideas that can be thrown around um, as far as like ticket sales and, and cool little merch gifts um, to go along with things that you purchase um, but I'm not really sure how far it's gonna go past that right like everything is in its infancy stage if that makes sense like um everything is just being coming to light slowly but surely like the internet age so it's kind of like it's gonna take a while to grow and mature and stuff like that you know it's the wild west right now but i figured i'll just plant jewels in in uh, the listeners heads and be on be aware of these type of things like web 3.0 is coming out web 3 we can uh, you know switching from web 2 to web 3 where you can own your own content you can get paid attention tokens uh for people you know trying to you know get you to watch this or watch that or click this or click that stuff like that man so you know what i mean i just figured i'd ask that question but okay so finally sample um and again thank you for doing the show man um what should the internet look out for from sample 
in 2022? Um, and how can the internet tap into you, your music? This is the time. Go ahead, plug your socials, any projects you got coming out, any collaborative, collaborative projects you have coming out, merch, more, all that stuff, man. Yo, this next year, be on the lookout for new music, new merch. I got a couple super secret projects that I'm working on. Um, I got a couple split tapes that's going to come out. Got a couple rap tapes coming out. A whole bunch of stuff. We've just been hoarding music. We've been working and stacking up for the right time. You can check me out on Bandcamp at... AOSample.bandcamp.com um, Instagram, Twitter, AOSample, TikTok, same deal. What's up, what's up? This is Lean Lizzie, Controllerized Representative. And here with my man Golden Mind, chopping it up for the Rex show. You get it. Peace. Love and butter. I'm sure. Okay. Never be quite yeah. But still. Now look. He got his nickname okay. by being clever. Okay. Yeah. Swing and blaze, different shades, knowledge, wisdom, different day. I done whipped the cream, all praise to a different way. Love me and not them rose petals fall and drift away. I was in them hunger games, squid games bring the pain. Wu-Tang, 36 chambers in my mental state. Born nine, I've been so complete since a little babe. Original static, Asiatic system, olden days. Holy pyramids in my script, see my broken face. What happens when all the sand blows away? What happened when the simulation turned to gray? I manifest a new universe as I float to clear. Drawing up the warm and the cold of the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, don't yeah. float without a paddle, can't flow unless you're living out of uphill battle. Crazy how chasing this ghost status, a happy battle. Rhyme timing, sit in different pockets until the clatter. Uh, flat jackets on both sides, a frying pan's damning. This apologizing, but a penis fan tension with their sweep of war. And that is how you leave them all. Heavy as the crowd with all you see and saw. Appalling, falling, regular. Quick stalling, the stars fall, level up. You gotta bet on your faith in the eighth. It's no capes, no heroes allowed beyond space. Nigga, wait, if you hear me rhyme, it's large thanks. Sample had a pack, now we huffing that large stank. If it's raw, fuck, if it's right or wrong flanks. Jokers out the deck, alarm beyond pranks, nigga. Wonder what his reasons are. No one's got any ideas. Well, pass the word out. Everybody's got to be careful. Yeah. Yo, protagonist of the manuscript. That's my life written. Folks, analysts, watching stats to measure my living. Yo, playing kid with me. Tunnel talk, tight vision. Dice with precision. Head crack was the mission. Still trying to clear my pineal. Seeing what I'm missing. Bones crack like vinyl. Lungs like pistons. Stretch like baking soda. Flex like Lex Luger. Veins hold ice water. Eyes of a sharpshooter. Yeah. Tap in, nigga. Slow British. Shorty ain't drink tap since, nigga. Wave shit. Get it big, nigga. Don't get caught up in a hype. You should live, nigga. Be a king, nigga. Take care of kin. That's real wins, nigga. Real wins, nigga. Alright. Are you waiting to be paid off then? Uh. Joe Dancer, my education more performative art. Grew up around sweatshirts and bastards. Sport a clock, smoked a timer. 
My frown plaster just might post up on a wall like vandalism. My message bore. I'm the topic of spell casters. They say magic, the science unknown to man. No mystery, but the allure. Acts pure, my story never folklore. Your shit don't got no pull. You need to pedal more. In fact, when I say I'm God, it's just not a metaphor, no simile. I scored. I'm somewhat semi friendly. You gotta understand, my man. I flow gently. Uh. Pop my collar, self-repressed scholar of living life My experience criteria shine bright like Ben Barla Burn a hole through my fizzy, now my hair grow less taller Ball out like, like, you don't go here The mean girls, the populace, propagating some more fear The masses of the masses, opposition to growth, yeah Stay up in the quotation, already knew I had to crack But recently my flow been free basing Making treble, made treble, troublemaker I kill Satan in a day or less Blessing, good night. Out here and think, and people are entitled.
to their opinion. So, you know, things like that, comments, when I hear it, I just let it slide off my back. And still just gotta go out there and play, because no matter, no matter if everyone says you're a good player or everybody says that, you know, you suck or whatever, you still gotta go out there on that hardwood and, and do your job. Runs a free summer basketball camp in his native Philadelphia. But his philanthropy has been overshadowed by what is perceived as a surly attitude and by legal troubles. He's been cited for marijuana possession and driving with a suspended license. Wallace, has the ball ever lied? Negative.
San Antonio anymore. The Riverwalk is not enough for him. He prefers Rodeo and Melrose and Wilshire and Venice Beach. Hey, yo, Sam. you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> Thank you. 
The reason for this would soon become clear as Kawhi wanted to up his level of fame in order to get more money on the endorsement side of things and this did not exactly sit well with his teammates or fans of the Spurs. Especially because in February, Kawhi was medically cleared to play but chose not to for the entire rest of the season. He also apparently would tell teammates he was playing the morning of games and then when that game would come, he would also tell them he was now sitting out. Simple. Simple. They play this. villains that go through Madison Square Garden.
quiet in this mug. Chance again. Yeah, man. So, yo, thank you, AO Sample, man. Y'all go ahead and check out Sample um, on his Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Um, all of that stuff, man. I'm a, of course, I'm gonna leave links in the description of this show, and it's gonna be available on all like Amazon Music, Spotify, Bandcamp, um, Apple uh, Podcasts. So, if you can, man, go ahead and support via Bandcamp. That will go directly to help me build this podcast even better. Um, yeah, man. So, you know, I appreciate y'all, man. Go ahead, subscribe to the show, man. Follow the show, share the show with you know our community of uh, hip hop and beat making, uh, the beat making culture, beat culture. And uh, yeah, once again, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all checking out episode 39 of the Red Show. Hope you have an amazing week coming up, man. An amazing rest of your day. Show love, man. Take care of yourself, man. That's the most important thing, man. Take care of yourself. Make sure you're washing your hands. Still doing all of that stuff, man. But, yo, don't forget to have fun. Have fun, all right? I'm going to see y'all on another one, man. This has been episode 39 of Direct Show with Sample. Yeah, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Peace and love. Until the next one, March is going to be crazy, too. Tap in, bruh. Sis, tap in. <laughs> I'll see you on the next one, man. Peace and love, yo.